de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, how's everybody doing? Welcome to De Colores Radio. This is episode five. Wow. Five. Episode five. <clears throat> We're like running with the big dogs now. I haven't been fired yet. This is cool. <laughs> so thanks so much for joining us, and thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my homie, Rafael Tamayo. Hey, got five on it. Got, oh, my God. Why didn't I think of that? Come on, I'm you, such a disappointment You set it up. No, you set it up. You <sighs> I, Come on. Well, come on. we have five on it now, <laughs> all you young... People. Yeah, whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. Yeah. Uh, All righty. <laughs> do you know what comes next, Rafa? Of course I do. It's this is my reason for existing. The, your entire reason. Yes, my of all my, the reasons yes. of all the years in your life. Of everything. This is the one. Yes. All right. It's time for <clears throat> <laughs> one clap. Meme mood. I always let you go first, so let me hear it. What's your meme mood? I am the little boy. Because we just had hot Cheetos and they were really good. So I'm the little boy at the restaurant that says, Pica Poquito. <laughs> and he's like on fire. Because contrary to popular belief, Uh-oh. I'm not a huge fan. Well, I am a fan this of. This is something we bond over. I know. Because I like spicy food, but like I, it's torture. Same. And so I had like seven or eight little hot Cheetos. And I'm here guzzling water down like pica poquito. Yeah, you're literally that that yeah. sweet child. So. Um, I this I saw this meme about a week. Oh Jesus! I didn't set myself up that time, did I? About Mm-mm. a week ago. Hey. <laughs> okay. They can't see me. I'm, I'm doing so it. they can't see you. It's okay. Uh, it's probably for the best. Uh, um. So her name is. <clears throat> she's a Brazilian cartoon character okay and listening i'm about to say it wrong i think let me make sure i got this i'm i'm at the edge of my seat she looks like an alligator okay and she had many gifs last week many what i didn't know she's brazilian it's a cartoon in brazil but you said a word i didn't understand it's pronounced gifs don't listen no it's not if we need to start another argument we will but it's gif for everybody that knows how it's pronounced shout out Ralphie knows the deal. No, the creator said GIFs, <laughs> so it's GIFs. Nah. Anyway, Skuka is like a baddie. She's yeah. like tired of it. She's the villain of the show, and she's like rolling her eyes and hands. And a lot of people kept comparing her to Nicki Minaj. It was so funny. Like they just kept, like they literally made a full edit of a song with Nicki. Oh yes. Oh, it was so good. This little, I think it's an alligator. I yeah. might be Looks foolish like an and saying, but she's got all the attitude, and I'm yeah. with her. I feel her. Okay. I'm tired of everybody right now. I respect that. So that's my me mood. I respect that. And we're moving on. So. You, some of you may know we actually went for the money and recorded our last episode live at the last Grace Space event, which was kind of crazy. Yeah, we're still broke, though. We're still broke. What happened? Y'all? We went for the money and we still broke. We went, we went for not the money. Yeah. We went for the gold. I think yeah. we reached the gold. No, because yeah. gold no. is technically money. True. So we're yeah, still, Bitcoins. um... It's, it's metaphoric at this point. It is so metaphoric. We'll... <laughs> so we went, we went for the, for the goodness. 
Yeah. Uh, we wanted to bring something exciting for everyone, and I think it went pretty darn well. We had a good turnout. We mm-hmm. had some amazing art. And we had Dr. Michael Lindsay from SMU stop by and spit us his best knowledge, which yeah. I was a little bit scared just because I didn't know how my emails were going to translate to like, yeah. hey, oh, we before have, like bringing them in. Right, yeah. Like we have, you know, this kind, these kinds of listeners and we want to talk it all about psychological so well. issues. And afterwards, like I still wasn't even sure while we were recording because I was like, am I buzzing? Am I okay? Am I making <laughs> sense? And so afterwards... Everybody kept coming up to me. They were like, he was yeah. amazing. Yeah. He's, yeah. He was speaking to me. And I was like, really? It wasn't just yeah. me, like, getting read live in front of all of y'all. Like, yeah. everybody connected with what this no, man it was, was really saying. Dope. Yeah. And it was really nice because he was just so honest and personable. And he made everybody feel like, hey, we all have issues. It's okay. Yeah. You know? And I really liked that. Um, so he was really great. And... Anything you want to share? Anything he said? I know you were taking some notes. Yeah, no, I did. I took a lot of notes. And I think it's always important to realize you, you, it's always cool to hear someone validate, you know, what you might be thinking or assuming or how you feel in a right. way that's like, hey, look, this is okay, but it doesn't have to break you. And it was just cool to be in a, in a room full of people that supported, you know, the movement, mm-hmm. people that were willing to listen, all the artists. Again, like I can, I will never stop shouting out like artists right. who are willing to share what they like want to share with us, like in a public setting and, and for so many people to see and enjoy. So yeah, it was just really cool. I had a lot of fun. There was one piece that I bring up because I think everybody was really like, wow, which all of them are. Wow. You know, yeah. factors, but no, there was one are. that was made up of um, prescription pills. That oh, the yes. Artist had, included on the artwork and just mm-hmm. it made up the entire figure on the artwork right. and everyone was blown away by that piece and everybody was photographing that piece and we had a, our nickname for it just because we loved it so much we were yeah. just like whoa this is so real so thank yeah. you all for coming and for sharing your art and just supporting us and hopefully it continues to grow as it seems it will be so um uh, before we jump into our first segment we want to wish a happy pride to our beautiful people as we reach the end of june we planned on doing some events initially and they didn't work out because the summer's really crazy, but we have some events planned in the future and we hope to bring some of you in for your voices to be heard and, and to have opportunities to create artwork and many other things as well here in the future. And we're sorry we couldn't make it happen sooner, but we're here for you. We love and support you all and happy pride. Uh, anything else on our end before we jump into our first segment? No, I think we I think we should go ahead and we're gonna go for it. Let's do it. Alrighty, so we're going to jump into the juice. Wow. Ooh. That the, vodka. Ooh. No. Ooh. <laughs> wow. The Am I nose. a singer now? Should I stop <laughs> podcasting? I'm like, hey, Done. I'm the new Whitney. Yeah. Hair Just flip. Kidding. I'm not even gonna play. I'm not even. <laughs> oof, Jesus. All right, so our first topic of discussion is uh, a little thing me and Rafa were very excited about. Is that I think I mean at first it seemed weird, but I think I'm really into it. Is Amazon yeah. buying Whole Foods? I'm very excited. And I didn't really know what that meant because I know Amazon has accessible things for other people, maybe a little more than us here. Yeah. As far as like New York, I know they have that like food distribution type thing. Well, and they were going to start. And so a friend of, I don't know if this is true or not, and I'm probably just speculating, but a friend of mine sent us, sent a group of friends a message about 
Amazon Prime at some point being available for free for people that are on either government assistance Whoa, or some kind of thing like that. Amazing. Yeah. Is that so real? I yeah, I don't know if it's real or not. I so I'm probably if 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 I'm starting a rumor, I hope it gets to Amazon and it becomes something, but That's a good rumor. We like Yeah, it. no. It was really dope cuz Y'all put me on the Amazon Prime, and wow, I was, for real, like, 10 Amazon seconds later, yes, yes, thank you, thank you for putting me on. But, Two days no, is better than yeah. a week waiting for yeah. something. <laughs> True, no, you, you ain't lying. It's great. So I thought that was really cool. I'm excited to see what Amazon does with Whole Foods. Ooh. I heard they're supposed to make the prices lower, which, like, obviously we're into that, so I don't pay Seriously. $10 for an avocado. Seriously, because I can Alexa, get, get me an aguacate. <laughs> Boom! You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. An avocado. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know why I did that Sorry. voice for her. That was weird. <laughs> Sorry, Alexa. Um. But I yeah, I'm kind of, She's like, get us un aguacate, yeah. way. Okay. Alexa. <laughs> Respond okay, to that. Okay, so we're exciting, <laughs> exciting, excited to see what Amazon does with Whole Foods. We'll see how it goes. Um, the next couple of topics are a little more serious. Uh, we just wanted to cover them because we felt they were necessary and they're actually a part of what we hope to do here in the future. Um, so you know me, I like to get the more serious stuff out of the way, not out of the way, we need to address them so it's not like a bother, but in the sense that we're covering these things and then going back to more positive news right, right. Uh, afterwards is, um, and we've gotten into this before and we only have five episodes and this yeah. stuff keeps happening. So if that doesn't prove to you that this needs to be discussed and needs to be fixed and needs to be addressed, then I don't know what does. But we had the uh, Philando Castile, Philando Castile, a cop acquittal. And uh, that started, it didn't start, but it was a part of the big movement last summer right. that occurred when that video initially came out uh, and that happened. And then this summer, it was the acquittal of the cops. Surprise, surprise. Uh, and the reason we bring it up even more besides the obvious is because this was a Mexican-American cop. And I think a lot of times, I, f I feel for me personally here in Dallas, we're so often neighbors with these people that we don't right. see differences with them. But it's still very different for black Americans than it is for Mexican-Americans. <clears throat> and this case proves it. Right. Where this Mexican-American cop is saying, hey... He smelled like weed, which is bullshit, and that's his reasoning for murdering someone Yeah, who had a license for his gun and told you that, and you asked him to pull out his ID, and that's what he was going to do, and you still killed him, yeah. and not only did you, and I'm so sorry that this is very, very um, traumatic for many people, but the fact that you shot him many times. I don't know yeah. if you saw the video, but it messed I me did. up. I did. No, I did. Um, uh, I, I saw the video last summer, but then I saw the other side point this summer after this happened, and it messed me up even more. Um, but it also is the reason why I don't understand why we're not behind this movement as a whole, and especially as Latinos. Yeah. We need to talk about the <clears> fact <throat> that we are a part of this system, too. Just because we might be brown or live and be neighbors with them doesn't mean that this colorism and this racism doesn't exist right. in our communities as well. And if I can't talk to anybody else about it, I want to tell my people, hey, we we have to be different. Yeah. We have to change. We can't just go with what, you know, the system has taught us and believe what they say and, you know. You know, for the longest time, I would, uh, like a lot of, you know, all of my family immigrated here, migrated mm -hmm. here, we, we, you know, here undocumented and all of that. And so things changed and, 
you know, some of us found the path to, to be here legally and some of us were unable to, to right. this day. But a lot of what we would hear was that fear of leaving, controlling us in a way of saying, look, conform. Right. And so that mindset, I think, translated to the people that were here legally. So for the longest, I thought conformity meant something like, well, I'm here legally, so I don't have to worry about being deported, but I still have that conformity mindset that says I need to be like an American. I need mm -hmm. to be like that white person. And so it meant, you know, going to school, you know, trying to trying to be like someone who is here and doesn't have to worry about their family being taken away from them. And I think a lot of that develops into something that is ultimately poison mm -hmm. to, to like your own existence. Yeah, this cop's name was Geronimo Yanis. Geronimo. Yeah. Bruh. Really? <laughs> really? His You're going to say Kero. you were scared of marijuana? Yeah. For real? Yeah, I mean... I'm not even going to... Whatever. I mean, what I'm, I'm saying, yeah, like, if, if it scares... I mean, I don't know. Like, scares you? It's not scary. Like, <laughs> How scary are you? Like, really? No. Like, that's bullshit. Yeah. And it shouldn't be happening. And, and that's the <clears> thing of why police brutality does need to be addressed. And... It's scary, but that in in, our, in a constructive way, because like you know, way, you, you know, if we're just gonna keep talking about it, talking right. about it, nothing's gonna happen. This is just silly. You know, Philando Castile's family settled. There's a three million dollar right, settlement. They settled, today, right? and so yeah, and so I think those kinds of things, like, put out this idea that hey, look, we know this is fucked up. But we're trying to work right. with with it so that it doesn't. Well, but that's like I think that's the city trying to say, hey, don't get on to us anymore. Yeah, we but up. there's no amount. There is not. There is. Th there is. There isn't an amount of money that will make it right. And that mother's speech. Thank goodness she was um, very, very strong, very mm. honest, and said, "My my son lived and literally died for this city, and you guys still did this to him." Yeah. And so. As as we're uh, wrapping that up, I want to briefly discuss also again that us Latinos are a part often. I mean, look at Ted Cruz. He's supposedly I don't even count him, but that's what happens when the system gets Ted. a hold of you. Ted, for real. Jeronimo, <laughs> you hear that? Not Ted. Anyways, when the system gets a hold of you, they are holding on to you for their dear life because you're that little ounce of diversity that they want. And you become a part of what they want to teach, which is that you are other and you are not equal. And so in the case of Nabra that was murdered by a Latino, and she's a 17-year-old girl who was leaving her mosque, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Same thing. Same thing. Not only is it uh, a man, you know, murdering and abusing a woman, it's it's the exact same thing this islamophobia right. that occurred that has been happening here in the united states and needs to be stopped and uh, latinos we're not separate it's not just the white man doing this thing obviously <clears throat> it's a very influenced often that's the danger in the rhetoric that's that's put forth by leadership by people up there so when you say things like that are really abrasive and divide us it trickles down so that the people interpret it in a way that they think it's okay to do something like this. Right. That's why it's so important to watch what you say and like lead with, with positivity and love rather than this anger and division and like, no, we don't want you here. We need to get rid of you because we're, we're great without you. Right. That's the poison. No, absolutely. So as we're transitioning from those, uh, 
Colin Kaepernick is a mm. something we've personally talked with in De Colores a few times. Uh, we've never had the opportunity to actually get to it, and it kind of came resurfaced again. And I kept seeing an article that was saying like he <coughs> chose activism over football, which is like <laughs> okay, that's obviously like when you just see that, if you know nothing, you yeah. see that you're like, wow, that's oh. nice, that's cool, but that's not the case. Yeah, there's the asshole owners that. that don't want this person because he's being outspoken and and doing what he should do as an American and standing up for his people. And you guys are punishing him by not letting him do what his career was right. initially, which is bullshit. Which I know Jerry Jones, love the Cowboys, screw yeah. you, Jerry, because saying that your guys are too good and wouldn't do something so stupid like Neil and Dirt. No, Jerry, you don't know an ounce of what's going on, so shut up and stop acting like your guys are better because they're succumbing to whatever you've told them and not having their own voices for their own communities problems and at this point it's not just their community's problems it's an american thing that we've never addressed and they're tired of it and they have every reason to be so let him voice his opinion how the hell did muhammad ali become the greatest most outspoken that's the thing they'll hate you they'll hate you during during the time that you're doing what you're doing and it's impactful and it'll have an effect on the community in a positive way and they'll hate you for Mm -hmm. it but 20, 30 years later, they'll be like, oh, but yeah. But that's such a shame that that has yeah. to be that way. And that goes with artists in general. It's like, funny, oh, you know. Their stuff is bigger after they're gone. Yeah, really quickly, I don't want to sidetrack us, but Master P put out a video about being at the BET Awards. And uh-huh. he was talking about how BET made that whole night like a prodigy night. Prodigy, one of the leading voices in hip hop, has like some of the greatest records ever made. You know, one half a mob deep. You know, he passed oh, away. We didn't cover that. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. But I mean, <laughs> no, but yeah. So, so Master P like was saying, you know, it's crazy. BET is re- literally dedicating this night to him. You know, this awards That's night nice. to him. But, you know, when he was alive, he couldn't even get backstage. He couldn't get in here. He wow. couldn't, he couldn't get some respect from them to save his life. That's you know crazy. what I mean? And, and they so, that? yeah. Well, no, Master P did. And okay. so, you know, again, it, it, even even within our own community, when you see things happen and it's like, look, understand the worth of, of people's actions and what mm-hmm. they're doing. And even if it's not to the fullest extent of what somebody means because you really want to whatever, like have it pan out or develop into something. But mm-hmm. like, you know, you really have to take it in, into conversation where it's like healthy and constructive rather than tear someone down just because your opinion says that, hey, like they should... Right. They should not be doing this or, or they should not be playing football. If they rather make a statement, they can do it outside of the of the league. Right. No, definitely. Well, rest in peace, Prodigy, because you did bring that up and I uh, wanted to include that. But also, like I said, all these things that we're discussing, they go hand in hand. Yeah. The reason this this, uh, this football player is taking taking a stand is because you know, these obvious inequalities are occurring and he's tired of it and it makes sense. And go him, honestly. Like if these yeah, for real. football owners are gonna are gonna BS you <clears throat> like this, good for you. My my heart and everything to you because that's that's incredible. So like we said, we uh like to get the more sad news over with. Um <laughs> prior that's crying um there might be a one or two things that are a little maybe one more we'll see i like <laughs> bring it I, I like i like a good cry 
good cry or two uh or just me saying you guys we gotta work on this together we yeah. gotta learn because honestly like i didn't know half <clears throat> of this stuff that i'm talking about now like yeah I've said, I think I said it before, is that the education system isn't going to teach you about the inequalities right. or police brutality or colorism or racism, like the actual history. No, they're going to cover what they can best cover to make themselves look good. And that's yeah. the reality is that yeah. when as soon as I got to college and I had to unlearn everything I learned, that's when everything started, started changing. Right. Um, and that's and I think that's that. So I, I, the, the problem is the healthy conversation part. It never like if people were able to sit down in a way that said, look, I'm not trying to talk to you to convince you that I'm right. I'm trying to talk to you to convince you that we can be open right. and we can both be right. I mean, and that's what we want to do with this. Right. Podcast. Because people will have an opinion and it can be a very strong opinion about something. The problem isn't that the problem is acting on that opinion right. and acting like and changing it's, it in who you are daily. Right. And making it like. Making it the rule or trying to change someone's mind about it to to convert them or for whatever reason. But it's like, no, everybody's different. There's nuances in how we interact as humans and we can be open about it and we don't have to hate on each other over right. it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole point of starting this collective and starting this platform where we can not only create this work and inspire each other, but also grow together and learn together. Yeah, so as we transition to something completely different. Yes. A little silly. Um, Ooh, I like this. I saw this first <laughs> on some meme, a shocker. Um, but then I found out it was a Dallas Zoo. Ooh, Zola, Triple D Zola. represent. We always get not news just, for the not just, things. Not just any part of Dallas. Oak Cliff. An Oak Cliff. Yes. Sweet baby. Not baby. It's not a baby. Yeah. Sorry. A gorilla. Zola the gorilla was getting lit. At the Dallas Zoo, she probably listened to De Colores. Let's Ooh, be honest. Yeah, she probably right. heard an episode or two and was like, yeah. yo, fam. They were blasting that podcast. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so we just wanted to bring her up. Shout out to Zola. Thank yeah. you for being passionate about um, your life because yeah. you're in a zoo. And just having fun in a pool. This is What if this was a plant and they're just trying to make this happy after what happened last summer uh, with gorillas? Uh, you know what? Rest in power, Harambe. We ain't forgot you, brother. <laughs> Stop. Oh god. We ain't forgot you. I didn't mean to bring all that up, but I guess don't, I did. Don't please don't. Um, I'm gonna pour some. I'm gonna pour some out for Harambe right now. Stop. <laughs> are baby hippos? Those are the ones at the Dallas Zoo. The ones that have been well, on the no, memes. They, no, they just opened. No, that's uh, a different zoo. But they just opened the hippo exhibit there. Oh, right. nobody knows about that yet except Pat. Except Pat, we got the invite for. Nobody saw. Do it. they? Yeah, they see, I see it every time I come over. Okay. On baby hippos. Oh well! Uh, shout out to Zola dancing. We really appreciate yeah. you. Uh, Come bringing... party with us. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the next Grace Space party. I'll invite you, girl. We got a cumbia gorilla. We, we good. Stop. We good. Oh my Don't God. even start. And she's like, "What if they were playing that?" Anyway, that's fair. I think so. I think we should do a field trip. I don't know. Oh, it's too hot. Let's wait. Exactly. We gonna wait. Yeah. What's wrong with y'all? That dookie smell. That's still a dookie smell. Pat, you be trying to make it sound Just too go good. To the zoo, boo. <laughs> give me the. F you will. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Just Zola's just there. Honestly, <laughs> you got her. Just put it on IG live. We'll be there with you. Oh, I'll join. I'll two, join in on the video. Viewers. We yeah. tried Instagram live today. Shout out to the two people that yeah. were watching. No, we had a good. We, we had eighteen viewers total. Eighteen. Oh, yeah. Dang, that's not bad. Shout well, out to discounting you and Pat the and guy. My mom at home and we my eighteen cousins. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Um. So. 
briefly, Mexico <clears throat> versus Germany, FIFA Confederations Cup. I kept saying the Confederate Cup, which was yeah. bad. Yeah, that's a no-go. Um, I'm not a football girl. Ooh, well, by the time they hear this, Mexico will probably have won the whole they thing. They won. We beat the Nazis. We're hoping. So by the time we get to and listen it's to this, yeah, no, they're playing Germany on Thursday. Or, yeah, nice. and so the, I mean, it's all being held in Russia. But big shout out to Mexico for holding it down. Thanks so. for being good at kicking balls. We all got to do it. Yeah. Like Yay, that. sports! I, was <laughs> I honestly like sports, but soccer is yeah, soccer. I love soccer. Football. I know. Football. Foot. My apologies. Foot. Yeah. So we're gonna get on to the topic. We're gonna probably talk too much about maybe possibly we've kind of talked a lot about a lot of stuff let's do it i'm throwing up the rock right now um uh the rock um he is speaking of the one and only return of the hyphen new album mr sean carter yes the hove yes jay-z yes has a new album dropping this Friday? H to the Izzo. Friday? V to the Izzay. P to the Izzay. Yeah. S to the Izzo, P Yahweh. to the Izzay. Oh Sopa. God. Anyways, new Jay-Z album coming. Sopa. Shout out to um, y'all holding me down. Coming <laughs> this Friday. We're pretty excited. I'm a little bit iffy. I've the, I'm kind of nervous, but I'm excited. I'm, I'm nervous because I'm... So I'm don't tell anyone, but I'm calling into work and I'm not no, showing not. up. Are yeah. you really? Yeah, because I'm, I'm inspired by that right now. I was kidding. I'm not gonna call okay, in. Okay, shit. But <laughs> I'm going to work. I'm going to work Friday. But I probably will sign up for title because have you I not before I no. And so when they started this, I have I, before I was like, man, this is dumb. And Apple Music's been so dope. And I, I also got title, Spotify. It's frustrating, and I don't like them because they charge me money after the life of Pablo, and I pay them, and I hate them still. <laughs> No, but um, a friend of mine gave me, you know, access to listen to Beyonce's I heard you had the, uh, Beyonce's Apple Lemonade. Video plug or something back in the day. Uh, no, let's not talk about that. Okay. That's that's hush. Shout out to Lenny. We heard. You <laughs> <then>. <laughs> what up, Godson? <laughs> no, but yeah. So I remember a long time ago saying I'm never gonna sign up for that. The only way I'll sign up for it is if Hove drops another album. Did you really I didn't think say he, that? I really did say that, oh. and I didn't think he was gonna drop anything else because he's we too busy known, trying to honestly. get to that billion. I mean, this is how he's going to do it. This is how he's going to do it. Yeah, he's going to... So, I was initially nervous because I didn't really like Magna Carta very much, and I wanted to. I'm the type of person, when it's a person I really like, I will give it several listens and be like, come on, maybe this time. And it's like, there were a few songs I really liked, but as a whole, it was not obviously my favorite. I liked it. You liked it all? I did. Are you just a stan? No, how dare you say that? I'm I'm very critical. Are you? Yes. Okay, I'm just checking. I gotta yes. check. I just feel like Sean and I are on oh. a... <laughs> what does his mom say? Sean Carter, born eight pounds. A big old baby, boy. Anyways, go on. No, I just feel, you know, like he speaks to me, you know? Okay. Sometimes I tell people, you know, fuck with me. You know I got it. Cause, oh. I actually... There are I mean? several songs I like. My favorite album... I've, my favorite song on that album was the shortest song, Beaches. 
me. <laughs> I was like mad because it was like a dollar. No, the movie. <laughs> I'm like, what's her face? All emotional. Um, no, I just wasn't crazy about that album. I, I wanted more. I mean, I, I wasn't didn't... crazy about it, but I think it's one of those albums where you, when, you know, again, you look back and be like, hey, you know, it wasn't a bad album. It wasn't a great album. I'm not saying it was the best ever. Like, gonna... It was no reasonable doubt. I mean, how but, could it be? You know. Anyways, excited about this new album. We'll see how it goes. I saw the thing that excited me more was like, I guess some stan I follow on Twitter was retweeting some footage of a video, I guess they're recording. Oh, Did yes. You prison? Like, yeah, when well, he's at the Mars. No, at the Marcy Projects. I guess. Oh, they were like in the orange. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I yeah, saw I know, something I else. And I think it was Emil Hirsch and they had some cool people involved. And so I'm like, whoa. Well, this somebody looks like, like. It's going to have way more substance than any of your yes, other stuff. Yes, no, seriously. Well, even, not your other stuff. Sorry, the last album. No, and that, and I think that's where, because, man, it's really cool because when you're someone at, at Jay-Z's level, you have a responsibility, obviously, right. because you're a voice. But I think he's using it in a way that's like, man, like. I think he's understanding <clears throat> it more now post that last album. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, for, for sure. He's older. It was like, okay, he's just rich. And then yeah. it's like, we got, you know, Kendrick's been dropping nonstop greatness. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he's been dropping really relevant, conscious things. And then Beyonce even, you know, dropped something that was really powerful and, and, great for her community as well and so it's like you have no other choice bro but to drop something yeah that's really gonna speak on a different level like your old stuff did as opposed to like rich people problems which is what the last album the, felt and, like to me and honestly like they do a him both him and beyonce they do a lot of philanthropic work oh yeah like, and a lot of, and a lot of it does is is behind he the scene kind of for Father's yeah Day. the bailout thing so cool yeah and uh, as we speak of the queen we should say congratulations uh, because yes. the twins are supposedly born. We don't really know. And nobody really. I mean, maybe by the time this comes out, they might. What if she wasn't really pregnant? Been, stop. Don't start that again. That is so <laughs> rude. So congrats Kidding. to the Carters. And probably congrats to this new album. Hopefully it's all great. We're excited about it. Um, I briefly. I'll get into this, I'm, I think, more next episode. I think we had enough of the uh, deep social talk. So I'll bring it up more a little. The following episode, I apologize for. <laughs> The people I've kind of been saying, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. And they keep like <laughs> waiting and I haven't. Um, Kali Uchis, who I believe was maybe Pat's, who you got a couple yeah. weeks ago. Well, she stole it from you. She stole it from me because she's a damn thief. But Ooh, Chikali Kali. Ooh, Chikali. Oh, my God. You're going to bring up Nas right after. Uh, Sorry, crazy. I had to. Um, Kali Uchis, who we've been a big fan of for a few years and i mean a big fan as in like we listen to all her stuff and we're ready for her and we like all her tweets and everything follow, follow her on everything like we like her she uh kind of disappointed us a little bit or disappointed me i know for sure um somebody called her out on twitter and it was a non-conforming non-gender conforming person i believe or and uh this person basically called them, not called them out. It was almost not a joke, but they were basically saying, say, girl, now that you're popping, you're going to become brown and have brown hair. Because when she originally came out, she was very, very white and had blonde hair. And that's how she got famous. And now that she's popping, she's gotten browner. And so they're like, what's that about? Yeah. And so it's, I mean, I had the exact same thought. This isn't something that just, you know, surpassed our, our viewpoints as listeners. We were mm -hmm. like, I know I thought of it like, mm, does this mean that like 
you have to conform at the beginning and then you become more proud of your culture later on or like what's that about because honestly it's not cool either way like yeah when you really think about it yeah um for you to just become browner i don't know is it i don't know anyways so they kind of brought this up to her attention yeah through a thread yeah she got so upset made them delete it and was kind of rude to them and then like you know, basically, she became really, what's the word? I, I really didn't want to get into all of it, but she didn't handle it well. Right. And that was really disappointing to me because in our community, there's a lot of colorism talk we don't bring up. And it's kind of, I guess, the theme of this episode. Yeah. Um, but there, there is a difference between being like a, a white Latino or Latina or Latinx and a brown Latinx. There's yeah. a huge difference no, within right. my own family even. Um so that's something that needs to be addressed. But the way she handled it was really disappointing because she, for the most part, you know, was mostly woke. Like we thought yeah. she was, you know, on our team. And so the way she handled that was so disappointing because then she would, she basically said, they're just haters. Da, 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 da. And it's like, fam, you yeah. have to be able to take criticism. Yeah. Especially when it's somebody from your community and you, if you know our community, you know that's something we don't talk about. Yeah. And we should. Yeah. Because it's not that we, you know, are too good to talk about it. It's literally we don't because <clears throat> nobody wants to talk about it, but we need to. And so as an artist, if you are aware of these issues, you should take initiative. Yeah. And say, okay, you're right. Or, you know, whatever. But she didn't. She acted really kind of diva-ish about it. And she was yeah. like, they're just haters, da-da-da. I don't know why they're getting on to me. I've been so good to my community and I've never did it. And I was just like, bruh. And she just, and that's where it's, re- it's really hard though. Like that responsibility, obviously, you know, I, I, I don't, I can't true. imagine. And so that's where I say like, you know what? Like, and it's hard sometimes to find someone cause nobody is perfect. Mm-mm. And at the same time, I'm like, man, and you want to, we don't expect that either, but right. how you handle it. Right. That. Exactly. And you want to, you want to be on someone's team because you connect with them on so many levels. And you're like, man, this person is, representative of what i am right. you know for so long we went with something that wasn't really us or someone that didn't but really connect us in a way but we tried something. right we tried you know back to the conformity thing mm-hmm. and so um shit even growing up like there was times when i was called a white boy because i spoke a certain way and i was light-skinned mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so at a certain part of my life i was like well shit maybe i am maybe i should just listen to fucking nirvana and oh rage my against God. the machine like my brother would put me on to you know uh-huh. what i mean but after a while, it's like, you know, you, you try to work with that as much as you can to say, look, this is just a part of who I am, but it doesn't define, like, who the culture that, that is, like, the culture that's responsible for, for my identity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and as an artist, obviously, you have to be mindful of that. And I think, you know, obviously, I, personally, I think she could have handled that a little bit differently, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm, you know, it's the just The way one it looked things. was that she just didn't like criticism, right. period. And that is not, like... Girl, you you're a little more popping, yeah. but you ain't that popping <laughs> to be like hair flip, whatever. And yeah. so that's where I was like, I literally the Tyra clip where she's like, I was rooting for you. We're all rooting. That was me. You was were like, the chosen one. Yeah, like, I was disappointed <laughs> and I was hurt. And it's like, not that I'm not going to listen to her music or anything like that. Because I'd be lying because I still supported Kanye after all the shit he did. But... I'm I'm not going to ignore it either. And I'm not going to say, oh, what? She's perfect. Ah." Like, we all have flaws. We all have these things. And that's the thing we have to get over with these 
um, figures is that none of them are going to be perfect no matter what. Yeah. And I understand that, but I'm not going to not bring it up either because right. I don't think she didn't, she handled that well. Yeah. Um, she does have a tour speaking of which that I still want to attend. I think <laughs> she sold out, she sold out so quickly. She's a like, sellout. She, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, Y'all are wrong. No, she's not, like, we were really stoked about it. Yeah. We wanted to go. I actually oh, I know, looked and, sold out within Oh. Can somebody make that happen, please? I don't, really they're probably not listening. No? My mom can't Mia. do anything about that. No, I'm just Arg. kidding. Oh, then they haven't. Oh, they might not. But there's not that many, like, fans or Latinos in Dallas wow, that are willing like to. not even one. There isn't any. <laughs> Anyways, they should have a bigger venue Dallas if you know what's good for you but also my girl still love you could have handled that better let's do better come on so we're gonna jump into something else that had a lot of uh, a lot of uh, what's the word feedback negative feedback yeah which was kind of for me honestly because I'm a fan I'm a hip-hop fan and I know a lot of uh, a lot of uh, fellow ladies that are and it's a part of our culture, and I think this is disappointing. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but maybe because I voted, I was more sad. The XXL Freshman 15, we're going to cover it briefly because it was a few weeks ago. But that damn cover means everything and yeah. nothing all at the same time. Like, ultimately, a person can obviously still have a great, awesome career without being on this cover, but it says a lot. Um, so yeah. what are your initial thoughts, sir uh, Spitter over there? I like it. Do you like it all? I like it all. Are you serious? You're yes. going to do me like this? I be- I like it all because I don't like it all. Can what I say that? What does mean? I know. It's really tough, but I feel like there's so much like... You saw all those people and were like, yes, deserving. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I've come to expect that of XXL. This is not the worst class they've it's ever done. It's not, but it was pretty rough. It's pretty rough, but still, like, I could get down to stuff that every one of those artists have done in a way that might not be, like, my favorite or might not be what I would go to. Who were you most disappointed in? <sighs> there's a couple... I. Honestly, I didn't realize I knew them, I guess, because I didn't know them. PMB Rock, maybe? Yes. On it, that's yeah. the first one I've heard from most people. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like, I'm happy. I'm like, excited to see. I'm, I'm so, although I'm not a big fan of his music, Uh-oh. I'm most excited to see Cap G on there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. He so, cool. Yeah. He was like right there tied with my other person. But yeah. my other person is really exciting to me because they're, I'm, I'm bumping them still. Which was I know Playboy Cardi. Oh, I didn't. I didn't think <laughs> you were gonna think it was gonna be. <laughs> I thought I didn't think it was gonna be Playboy what Cardi. Did you think Kamaya? <laughs> no. Why'd you laugh? <laughs> I mean, I'm glad y'all got a girl on there. Jesus Christ! I think there are I other people gonna that be your were boy, more deserving. But. Triple X. <laughs> oh hell no! <laughs> Me? You know that is. He is too much. No, but like even even him. You know what I mean? Like I can't get down with like. With his whole movement, he, okay, but every he's now and a again, rough time right he is, now. he is. But every now and again, I'll catch myself getting down to something that he's done, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe for a little That's bit. Funny, you thought I would? That would be my. I favorite. thought it was gonna be like a I out of I left heard field. About the punching the pregnant. No, yeah. you no, but I mean like a boogie with the hoodie, ugly god. You know okay, what I mean? Okay, ugly god 
had a good run at South by though. So yeah, that M&A, wasn't that surprising. Yeah. But Playboy, Magnolia, like yeah. play that at my funeral. Maybe. Do you hear me? <laughs> I want everybody bumping Magnolia. Playlist, she's my like, funeral playlist is going to be so popping. Yeah. So Anyways, yeah. Magnolia has to be on there, and everybody has to Millie Rock while <clears throat> crying. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, that was interesting. I also like I watched too much of it. Uh, I I watched the Breakfast Club interview with the editor, uh-huh. a white woman. I was very shocked there. Oh. Uh, yes, I don't know oh. if you know. It was interesting, but like because they talked about like Young M A and like why aren't the other yeah. artists uh, you know on there. So it was interesting to hear that. It's not about bars. 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 Um, and then I saw some of the <clears throat> freestyles. I was like, y'all, none of y'all deserve to be on here. What the hell? Yeah. Anyways, but that was fun. Fun, exciting thing that happens at the top every year. Uh, transitioning to something fun that happened just recently. Uh, in rap and hip hop. In rap and hip hop. Um I was so excited. We discussed to see this. this dude before, but we cut it because it went too long. But he's yeah. gonna keep coming up. He, he is. He's messy. That's um, why they hired him, though. That is. That's what's getting them views. Yeah, because nobody's watching real. complex complex uh, videos after Decent Mira left. Yeah. Um, Joe Budden and Migos had a uh, <laughs> slight altercation at the BET Awards. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. It's so it, silly. It's such it a is. silly clip in general, and how they edit it is just like you know they just want our views in general. Yeah. But I don't know the guy on the left's name that's interviewing. You're a trash interviewer in the first place. You oh, can hear yeah. a god. Yeah, bro. Thing like, they were for saying. real. Like, huh? What'd you say? What? And then he has What'd a hard say? time, like, just constructing a and sentence. Quavo, and you can, he does. And Quavo's like, for real? Yeah. Like, you see so, Quavo's, uh, yeah, 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 or is it Offset? I don't remember who he was talking to. That's like very obviously bothered by this person's inability to hear them which i understand because if i gotta repeat myself 15 times boo i might yeah. fight you too <laughs> just kidding but it was just so silly and then lovely classy old joe bud uh, the happy cheer very into the new pop age i mean hip-hop age yeah that was so unnecessary yeah like uncalled for like bro you're to we under, it looked if, like a masculinity thing like i'm yeah. trying to hard and just hop off this we, and like this mic and blah, joe button the world gets it you don't like this kind of music i get it but like aren't you getting paid like yeah. to talk about this like calm down you look silly he acts like they gave him a contract said hey <laughs> yeah ain't you yeah, ain't you <laughs> he doesn't even have air Anyways, yeah, mind. he acts like they gave him a contract and said, "Here's a contract that allows you to do whatever the fuck you want, and we're okay with it." Like, no, but come on, like bro, so we know you got a job. For. I was like, "Yo, yeah, you look." <clears throat> yeah, I mean, there's other ways to stand for for your point, the the point you're trying to make, in a valid way. Like that was just ignorant. It like that made rude. you look worse than like the people you claim to criticize that are less talented exactly than you. yeah he's just being rude yeah and it's it's dumb so joe button you're just gonna keep being the old grump in our head and <laughs> i think you're okay with that because you got bars but you got bars but you don't got come polite on bro. Manners, yeah and you like, really i don't even know we Anyways, get it i like how migos they said don't tell me migos didn't look like the Chappelle show episode oh my with gosh Prince. yeah i thought they were gonna start playing I basketball that i was dead i was like oh well no because they got you know they got into it with chris brown's camp afterwards i did hear that and so but when i saw chris the video Brown, who doesn't get into yeah, it seriously chris brown's camp seriously and so when they're they showed the video of them like by the tour buses or whatever getting into it i thought they were gonna play basketball <laughs> 
They're just going to wheel out quick. the hoop. Three on three. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So uh, <clears throat> good luck to you, sir. Sure. Wow. Sir Joe Budden. Good luck to you, sir Joe Budden. Hopefully you can, um, I don't know. Anyways, have more luck in your, your time. Please. Uh, I visited the Grand Exhibit Mexico 1900 to 1950, I believe it's titled. Thank you for get, thank you for, for real because everyone I talk to is always like, "Hey, I'm going to the Frida exhibit." I mean, honestly, though, and I want to slap, I want to slap them in the her. face and say, "Well, there's several other artists, including Rufino Tamayo." So get out my face okay, with I that. I want to talk to you about that also, but maybe we can save that for after. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if there was someone named something out again, you know, I'd be in that like this. Like, my yeah, cousin. that's me. That's my fam. Um, the DMA here in Dallas. This is a huge deal. Rafa can correct me if I'm wrong, but there hasn't been an exhibit like this in Dallas ever. I, I, I would say ever, yeah. Okay. I can't yeah. No. Because I know we would have been in that thing. Like, for real, we would have. And it was, would you believe me, yes or no, if I told you I might have cried? Um, yes. I, I, <laughs> 100% yes. You didn't even ask the question, and I was like, oh, yeah, she I wonder how much she did. cried. Yeah, like how many Kleenex? Yeah, it was more of a how much did she cry kind of I thing. didn't think I would because I've been really tough lately. Yeah. I haven't been... I well, I want it. I want. I don't cry ever, and I want it. He's a man, cry. and men don't cry. Please yeah, exactly. cry, men. Please Everybody let your that. tears flow. Um, <laughs> I okay. So I went on the free day because a girl gotta eat, so she goes to free things. Um, and it was when I look at it as a whole. I've been holding back my thoughts because I think it's such an experience. Like, yes, obviously it sucks to wait in lines, whatever. But at the same time, when you look at it on a grand scale, like, holy cow, this city is turning up for this exhibit. I have yeah. never in my life seen the DMA like that, ever. And that's because that was just one Sunday, and this thing has been running for months now. Yeah. And so this thing wraps up on July 16th, but is a Mexican exhibit at the DMA from years 1900 to 1950 with artists and their work and it just goes through a very important era of mexico so it's really cool because i didn't think of it prior to going but it made me reflect on myself and my knowledge of mexico but it covers the revolution which is a huge deal yes um and you see the artists before and after their work during that time which i think is really interesting as well and frida happens to be in that time set which is very convenient and which is why i think a lot of people are going i will say for frida specifically and that's why it's getting that hey did you get to the frida exhibit because she holds so much power in our community nowadays especially yeah and with reason honestly because some of my favorite works that i saw there might have not even been the big one of hers right but some of her other smaller works yeah, that i had briefly sure. seen but never obviously seen in person um so the exhibit was a big deal to me and the moment i actually teared up was during the t- the first timeline it wasn't even mm, the artwork yeah. i'm that lame okay so i like history whatever i'm looking at the timeline and i'm reading about the revolution i forgot about myself that i wrote a paper about the revolution in 10th yeah. grade in high school and my teacher was a sorry ap teacher but <laughs> she gave us the opportunity to write about any war and it's funny because when I reflect on my identity, I'm like, wow, I was really looking for any time to find my culture because I didn't find it in books. But she let us write about any war. I wrote about the Mexican Revolution and I never thought about it like I did until I went. 
But I wrote about that war because I didn't know anything about it besides the obvious, you know, Pancho Villa, whatever. Right. So reading this timeline and then these motherfuckers, they must have known I was there because they came out with their instruments. I guess they have a like some kind of reception or something every Sunday because they know they're going to have a big turnout. Mm -hmm. But they had... I don't remember the name of those instruments, but they're starting playing Mexican music. I'm reading about the revolution and I'm seeing these mounds and crowds of people waiting to see work that looks like them. And I'm yeah. like, I like start crying. My eyes start, my R's, my R's, my eyes start tearing up because I hear this music. Anytime you get Mexican music going and I'm in a setting where I could be sad or passionate, guess yeah. what's coming? The flows Waterworks. from my eyeballs. So that started happening and I literally had to take that moment. I turned around. I was like, okay, I'm not going to start bawling in public. So I just like gave myself a moment and I soaked it in and I was just like, wow, this is such a huge deal. I've never seen the DMA like this. Granted, I don't live there, so I don't know everything about how it goes, but I'd never seen it like that and seen people in lines like to see literally just people that look like them and seeing people there and seeing people on the walls that look like family or that look like that you know, person in the community that my mom was born in or yeah. La India or whatever. These like people that you know and that you've heard of in art. Yeah. And it's a big deal. And I know I posted something on Facebook when they first announced the show and I got a lot of uh, likes. Wow. Fame, Mira. Right? Mira. We got to get out of here. They recognize me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, but I, I didn't expect to get anything on Facebook, but yeah. a lot of people were like, wow, that's so cool. They were very excited when I shared that. And so seeing an entire exhibit, image after image after image of people that look like you, says something to yeah. you. And whether you recognize it or not, it does something for your psyche and to let you know that you are valid and you're human and you're art and you can be and you can create something just as great as any of the freaking you know, Jackson Pollock's or whoever else we've had to see and study in museums our whole life without yeah. these exhibits. So I'm really grateful for that from the DMA and whoever put it together. Props to you because this community, this city needed that. Yeah. Um, and Frida obviously has like a good room in the in the exhibit, but her works are just an ounce of the greatness that is in that entire exhibit. And so yeah. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't hold back my phone because it was just like, I might not ever see this again or I yeah. might not know who this person's name is, but it was really powerful. So I'm really glad that the DMA put that together Yeah. for uh, Dallas, Texas. No, definitely a good thing for our city. And you've seen it a couple times. Yeah. How do I, you feel? I, I mean, it's, it's, it's as impactful as it can be. Like everything you said is true. And, and you know, the first time I was there by myself and then I went, I went the same day that you went. Aww. We missed we missed each other. We missed each I other. was there with my nephews and my mother, and so. Um, what does your mom think? After when I was there, I was like, I think my mom needs to come. Yeah, no, we're gonna go back. Yeah. Um, because uh, as much as my mom appreciates art and you know the arts because of the path that I've chosen to take, mm -hmm. um, it wasn't something that she was like exposed to a lot growing up and, and i think they appreciate it differently because yeah no yeah and, and, and they're immigrants I that grew up right exactly i was talking to my mom about it and she said you know i remember that they showed us some of nos enseñaron cuadros de frida en la escuela they showed us some of her work in wow. school but i don't remember paying that much attention because mm -hmm. everything that was on my mind was get home you know work and do all that thing. stuff yeah and so 
it was really cool because there's a lot of paintings in there that show like indigenous women, exactly. you know, in, in, in that Mexican environment. And my mom was like, wow, you know, like all these people are here to see to artwork see about someone like me. Like I did this growing up. Right. This is who, this is what, you know, what, what represents me. Mm-hmm. And so, um, because we were with the boys, you know, my nephews, uh, they were having fun. They actually, they were good. Um, and they enjoyed it too. But, uh, I think my mom really wanted to spend like a good amount of time reflecting on that. And I could just see it in her face. There was a different kind of appreciation for what the city was doing and what the museum was doing for people that look like her and people that look like us. Yeah, it really validates who you are. And I think it was so necessary for this community. So if you haven't made it out to the DMA, definitely go out. And and I could probably talk about it for longer. I try to make it sort of brief, but it was, there was one, um, one woman that was an artist. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on her name. And I was like, this is going to be my new hero. She was uh, a revolutionary, I guess. And she, it said something like she started a radio show for women, Mexican women. And my friend goes, that's you. I was like, you're right. Like, oh my gosh, that's, I've never heard of this person. And I'm disappointed in myself for not knowing this person. But yeah. she was the first person to hold a, a art, a first Mexican woman to hold an art exhibit in New York. And I was like, yo, this is amazing. So it's like, even if you know about art or you know about Mexican art or you know too much about Frida Kahlo or you know too much about Diego, Panzón, Rivera, <laughs> you're still going to go and learn something here and take the time. Give yourself give yourself time to soak that stuff in if you're really going to sit and read like I did. But it was so great. And I I'm, I'm really am so eternally grateful for that exhibit. I, I'm really, yeah. I loved it. So make it out to Same. DMA, Mexico, 1900 to 1950. Before July 16th, if you can, because Pat has to make it back. It's a it's a really great exhibit. Nah, girl, you got. I gave myself like four. Because I wish I had more time. That was that day that I got there really late. So like my friend had car trouble, so I literally had like less than two hours. Also, like don't go with people that are gonna be talking to you. Like go to go when you can soak it in. What I was gonna say is I went with my friends, but I didn't even like. They were kind of doing their thing and trying to hurry up and read everything, and I was like, no, I gotta take this all in. This like, mm. even like just walking into that first room that shows you some of the brief hits of cinema. I'm just oh like, yeah. I was just like, oh snap, because it made me think, reflect back on like even Dad. Like he's always never like taught us like the actors and stuff, but he had it on him and like this is so and so actor. And just before I went to that exhibit, I went to Mexico City, and my cousin took me to that town where they shot a lot of I can't think of the town right now, but it's where a lot of the films are made. Yeah. And they have all the music. Like, not musicals. Uh-huh. I don't know what to call them. They're not musicals, though. But they had, like, parts that they filmed in us. So when I saw stuff like that, I was just like, oh, snap. That reflects, like, I was just there, and it kind of yeah, makes you. So I want to really go cool. back and take Pat, it. are you low-key stunting right now? You low-key stunting. Low-key stunting. I tried to take a bootleg of some of the video, and the adult came out and slapped my phone out of my hand. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I didn't do that. I'm like, huh? I know. Like, <laughs> about? Um, the name of that woman I was discussing, I believe, is Maria Izquierdo. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was trying to look through the list of people I took. Yeah. Great work, <clears throat> but she also just was mad cool. And I was like, I, Frida and me have been rocking for a long time, even yeah. before the wave. I ain't trying to be a hipster, but we yeah. have. Our family has really rocked with I was cool with Frida before everyone else was. Honestly, so. I was. So you can go straight to No, but really, but there's other, what I'm getting at is there's way more artists. And yeah. we need, the reason no, this exhibit you. came is because we need to, um, I'm telling you, I would get, I still get so angry when people say, are you going to go see the Frida exhibit? angry, I understand though. No, yeah, totally well, I mean, it's bad. people that I know, people that I'm cool with, and I'm like, look, you should know better, it's not the Frida exhibit. <laughs> you should know better. 
Um, anyways, make it out to the DMA. I loved it. I might go back if I feel like spending some money <laughs> um, to the Frida exhibit. So, as we are done wrap, we are actually, we are done with the juice. We are done. wrapping the juice up. We had quite the juice today. We did. We went for gold. Y'all we were went, juicy today. We went. Pat. <laughs> always. Pat should not have a mic. Always with the inappropriate jokes. Kids listen you to this. You do it on purpose. My nephew is four. I was juicy fruit, the gum. Yeah, okay, yeah. The you were nasty. thinking of the gum. That's why you said that. Anyways, up next, we have self care corner i'm singing you, today you this vodka in them notes yeah wow you guys anyways just kidding okay so now it is time for self-care corner and i was kind of like hmm what should i cover on this corner i have lots of things to talk about <laughs> so i briefly brought it up to my uh fellow collect collectors collect collectiver collectiver Mm-mm, no that does not sound no that's cool. that's the word Collectiver, yeah, no, no. Are it you is. Serious? I'm serious. Anyway, Collectiver. I'm not gonna say that word. It didn't sound right. <laughs> I was just trying to get you to say it, but it, I don't think. <laughs> I got an education, okay? No, I'm just I kidding. was trying to. Anyways, collectiver. <laughs> Look, I said it for you. Don't cry. Okay. Me oh, thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Anyway, so I asked, like, what should I discuss? I, I, yeah. I um, I didn't know. I have lots of things to talk about, but I need to hear what the people want to know. You yeah. Know? So <clears throat> we decided on a topic that most. People have had some sort of experience with young and old. Doesn't matter who you are. We've dealt with it. Some Ugh. of you mother pluckers are lucky and came out with Jesus. And I hate skin, y'all. And we all hate y'all. Yes. But acne, I'm hating hard. Acne, pimples, skin problems, zits, derm, dermatology. Face. Yes. So I'm going to briefly tell you this, Rafa, because I think I might have told you. Um, when I had lots of pimps, when I was going through, uh, <laughs> I had pimps. Lots of pimps. <laughs> spending no G's because Hope. my, uh, my mother would be like, go wash your face. You know, yeah. like go get the apricot scrub and get back there. <laughs> Fix your face. And I was like, I Ponte Savila, Ponte Savila. Yeah, honestly, that can actually kind of work. But so I, the reason I got so into doing like natural products is because my mom didn't want to take me. This is going to sound bad. My mom's going to think I'm like shitting on her, but I'm not at all. Is that I started looking up natural products because we, you can't afford these expensive things, yeah. first of all. And going to the doctor for everything is just not reasonable. It's not. Proactive, you too much. Proactive, you ain't proactive. The hood can't fuck with you, the, proactive. I'm sorry. Honestly, though. But I started looking up remedies, and that's essentially how I started, which, when you really think about it, is passed down to us from our parents because they have all their natural remedies curanderas you know whatever so i started looking up stuff and the first thing i saw was almond oil Mm. and i was in probably sixth grade when i first started looking this up and i was like where the hell am i gonna find almond oil this is pre like super amazon times and everything else so i didn't know (laughs) what i was like what where i was gonna find this stuff yeah so I started doing a lot of different stuff to myself and basically got to a good place with my skin to where I kind of know how to take care of it. And it stopped. um, My pimps stopped treating me wrong. (laughs) Um, They kind of started working with me and we came to a good place. So you and your pimps are on a good. We're in a good place. They know not to do me wrong. And I ain't going to mess with them. Oh, You got you got some good pimps. I didn't know that this was going to become metaphorical, but I'm talking about pimples. Oh, my pimps, you know? Oh, okay. So anyways, I know that's an experience everybody has, right? Acne. We've all yeah. had the problems. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit? Yes, I effing hate acne. Yeah. 
And it's a real thing. People think it's it just is. the teens, and no. it's not. Um, so, obviously, I, I had a lot of acne as a teenager, and I would, you know, I remember, I forget uh, my chemistry teacher's name, but he was telling us, and, you know, he Walter was super. <laughs> no, yeah, right? Okay. Super geeky. Hey, yeah, well, benzoyl peroxide kills Bruh, all acne. And, uh, yeah, so if you just apply benzoyl peroxide. Did you try it? I did. I washed my face. I dried my face out, and I put. I would like flood my pores with benzoyl peroxide, and it worked. But my face would be on fire, and it would itch. It would be red, right? Yes, it would be red. It was itchy, and I couldn't go out in the sun because, like, I felt like my face was baking. Yeah, but I was like, man, well, I can't keep doing this because I feel like you know my face is gonna fall off. And so then I stopped doing that, and then I would get acne again. And then you know, when I became older, and now that I am a mature man, mature, I you know, for a while I was doing okay, and then I started guzzling coffee down, and apparently that makes you break out. Mm-hmm. So I stopped drinking coffee per the doctor, and then I started to clear up a little bit. And then like I have these two zits that just popped up and said, "Yo, what's good?" Your pimps were back. Yeah, well. <laughs> Do you feel weird with me? I do. <laughs> I was I was like, I'm gonna take a leap here and say I got pimps, but I'm like, nah. You can I can't say it. Do it. it doesn't have to be weird. It's not really pimps, it's pimples. Well yeah, but you know, it's I feel like the, the, the little Ladies bumps on my face too. have like canes and have Stop like capes and they're walking those. around. <laughs> yeah. A pimp named Slipback. But yeah, so now I just you know, I I, I try to be healthy in, in the way that I eat, exercise, and wash my face. Um, but apparently stress is also a big... That's what I was going to tell you. That's the number freaking yeah, one. So Anytime I'm, gonna... I'm really stressed, guess who comes to visit? My yeah. pimp. Like, he's there. <laughs> he's so, knocking. He's like, say, girl. <laughs> uh, What's up? So that's my first thing is stress is number one. Yeah. Because that's when I notice they come out no matter what. If I'm stressed out, it doesn't matter if I... You're good. It got the proactive and everything. Yeah. They're going to come out because you're... Dang, you got proactive. I don't. I ain't... Balling. Don't lie. You I got proactive. You, really? You think I'm going to pay $100 on that information? No. <laughs> I got the magic bullet. Anyways. So, basically what I'm saying is some of this... The thing to know is that we're all so different even in our skin. And no matter what you do, sometimes you're you might still have a blotch or two, and that's okay. I think that's the sucky part about like believing in perfection and all these things. And it's like, nah, like that doesn't exist. Um, so I, when I was younger, I I read my mom told me this <clears throat> that conditioner has oils, and those oils sometimes can go to uh, your grease, your grease face. Yeah. So that can that could po- cause acne. I didn't know if that was true or not, but guess who stopped using conditioner for like six years? Your girl. I stopped because wow. it scared me, and I was like a poor hormonal, hormonal teen that didn't want acne because I was so afraid of it. I don't. It honestly helped me. Yeah. I don't know that that's true, or if that my mom just like read some random article, but it did help me. I have started using conditioner again, and I haven't seen pimples return, so yeah. I also don't know if it's a real thing. That was something. So stress is number one. Uh-huh. If you're stressing out, you can expect one or two. So that's where it's like, I don't even, it doesn't matter what you do. If you're really stressed and you have acne prone skin, it's uh, probably going to happen. But there are ways of preventing it to get worse. And that's what I kind of try to help with. So can you like give me a placebo? Like, okay, <laughs> don't tell me what it is, obviously. But just like one day say, hey, did you know that, you know, drinking 
Agua de horchata would get rid of them, uh, and I will. Bro, un- and let me believe you. Rice, yeah. cinnamon, <laughs> yeah, just something so I could believe it. Mind over matter. Uh, and just, I'm sorry. I feel very. I, w- I don't like lying, so I don't know if I can do that. But anyway, so on. what I'm trying to tell you to do: make sure you're not stressing. I don't know how to make you not. Impossible. Stress. I know. Honestly, I don't even know. Why I just said that. <laughs> so that one, you can honestly expect some, because at that point, unless you know how to control your stress, which is very important, and you should learn how to do or learn to relax or learn to put your stress down on paper so that maybe it won't affect your face. Yeah. Um, but always wash your face every morning, every night. I tend to exfoliate in the morning, which, which exfoliating is has the beads and it usually gets your dead cells. Exfoliate? Ex- what, was, what was that? Ex- Stop. Como? Exfoliate. Exfoliate. <laughs> okay, you're going to get... Is that like a store, like JCPenney? Yes. Foley's? Oh, <laughs> take Foley's. it back! <laughs> My I'm a Foley's my face. Yeah. So make sure you Foley your pimps. Okay. Foley, exfoliate your face every day because you get those dead skin cells off. When you're asleep, your skin is regrowing. If I'm not mistaken, I don't. I'm a scientist. Yeah. So your skin regrows, so you're gonna get the dead skin cells off if you exfoliate every morning. So I exfoliate every morning. Drink a ton of water. I know everybody says okay. that. Um, I like to use natural products. I try to use them as much as possible. I think I've told Pat to do it, and her skin has cleared up a bunch. So if anybody's my little product, <laughs> it's pee. Um, so for t- I, I exfoliate in the morning, make sure I'm drinking lots of water. And then I started incorporating, like, try to do a mask, like, at least once every two weeks. But it's hard to take your mask off. My mask, mask off. Get your mask off. Molly Percocet. <laughs> oh my God. Why I thought I was being for real. <laughs> Look at her. She brought a picture of a mask. We're talking Stun. about future Hendrix. So what kind of mask is that though? That sounds like way too much. No, it was cheap. No, like way too much stuff in there. Uh-oh. Mint and julep. Mint and julep. That's it? You can make your own mask. So there's different things. If we like study your skin, like, like I have combination skin. I have Maybe like kind some of vodka oily. and some. Are you trying to burn your face <laughs> off again? Sorry. So you have to honestly be gentle with your face because if you have really sensitive skin, you can't be putting super heavy hard stuff on it. Yeah. So I exfoliate in the morning. I don't want, I don't want my face to take a pounding. Mask. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you guys, it went there. We're there oh, now. my God. That was so funny. This is going too damn long. No, no, no. I pre- and, and so, so. So exfoliate in the morning. Make sure okay. you're cleaning it in the morning. Then. You can do masks or whatever, but nobody has time to do those every day. Some people do. I wish I still did, but I don't. I also moisturize. My face is mad oily, so I don't (laughs) moisturize it that much as I should, maybe, because I don't want to add more oil to my already oil face. Yeah. So then usually at night, I try to, I take my makeup off. Ladies, if you're not taking your makeup off every day, I don't want to hear your complaints about acne because you're literally leaving stuff on your face. Like, yeah. boo boo, I get it. You're tired, yeah, but you got to take it off. I don't Anyways, have to worry about that. Wow, you don't have to worry about that? Nah, or are you like not okay. a lady? Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, but you got to wash your face every day and night. Are you doing that? Yeah, I am. What are you washing with? Cetaphil. Show me what you're washing with. Ooh. Yeah. Cetaphil yeah. is actually pretty good. I used to is use it? it, but I didn't keep using it because it didn't make much of a difference for me. Yeah. The the brand I use for exfoliant and or natural face washes is a cure. 
I think I've told you this before. Oh, yeah. I couldn't find it. It's at, like, Sprouts and Whole Foods. Oh, Sprouts. You, you said to- Target. You know I live at Target. Oh, I did. go. I, I, yeah. I, I get mine at Target, actually. So it should be there if you go to the natural section. Oh, that's where I need to it's go. It's going to be what like, about- a lot of shampoos and stuff. It's in the natural section. It's called ah, okay. A-Cure. A-Cure. I really like their exfoliator. Uh, I have a friend of mine who didn't like it, so it honestly just varies. But I can't, like, is it, is it by the, like, the women's makeup section? Kind of, yes. So I'm going to have to, like, mob deep. With some of my oh people. My oh, God. shout out to Prodigy. But like with a bunch of dudes and just be like, yo, let's You're go pick up. Break the let's go pick and up go this A cure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Your face is like, like not yo. even bad, y'all. He's like acting like it's rough. And I'm it's not. this isn't I haven't gone out in two weeks he because has, I can't like, stop. He has like two pimples, which we all have, like on our period. Hey, and <laughs> listen, I this is this is rough for me. I tried I tried concha crema concha nacar and that didn't work. What is that? You haven't heard of crema concha nacar? No. It was like on the on the Spanish Channel infomercials. No. Which, Terrible maybe cream. if I saw it. I'm yeah, one of those people if I see it, then I know. Yeah. But just make sure you're washing it, taking care of it. This went so long. I'm so sorry. The self-care <laughs> corner has become yeah, like bad. the entire interview of this episode. But you just have to. Oh, yes. I, ooh, I recognize yeah. the hell out of that. Yeah. I think everybody had that in their yeah. uh, stash. I like my that's what I was thinking. Yeah. But basically, make sure you're washing every day and night. Uh, almond oil, I really like as a moisturizer. I try to put an oil on a week. There's different oils for different things. If you want anti-aging, like wrinkle type of oil, you can do like rosehip seed oil, which I really like. Mm. Almond oil is a good brightener. I have dark <clears throat> raccoon eyes, so I put that on a lot mm. um, when I go to sleep. Or it's just good at scars. So if you want to cover scars, if you use almond oil, like daily honestly um it's good for that so there's different oils that are good for different things um a toner is very important because it's clearing your dirty pores so for mm. toner i think i did i say this before apple cider vinegar with water have you done that oh, okay i have, you have apple cider vinegar you I should do. try doing that I every night wash my face and i'll put it on and i'll put on the toner and it still will pick up a lot of stuff wow yeah. And she, Pat. Oh, I need to get some oil too. I usually yeah, keep. That's because Eva told me. It's like yeah, but her skin her. used to not be like amazing, but yeah. her skin's gotten really good. I mean, I you're going to give Pat a big head. I need some oil too, though. I, I I keep plenty of oil up I in my cup. I go to Whole Foods. Oh. You know, I'll be on that dirty Sprite, but. Why does this keep coming up? <laughs> okay, anyways, there are different ways to take care of your skin. You can yeah. hopefully make it better, but you have to know your skin to try to understand it. And it takes I a I will. Of time. So hopefully in the next week or so. I So, you know, I won't be going out for at least another three, four days. Stop. We'll, oh, yeah, Thursday. Okay. I'm going to wear my mask, though. Mask off. Yeah. Oh, mask on. Mask on, yeah. Mask Sorry. on. Anyways. On, mask on. I can help you. Maybe people can write in and I can try to find different oils that are good for different reasons. Uh, yeah. Scarring, almond oil. Like, there's different things for different, re- you know, problems. Yeah. But definitely, if you're trying to do something, you're going to notice a difference. If you're not doing anything, nothing's going to change. And that's the first step to taking I'm, care I'm of trying. My, I'm trying. I'm, you should, like, look, my cabinet say, looks like about, a CVS. Uh, yeah, don't worry about a lot of those medical ones that they sell at those kinds of places, though, because I don't notice a difference. When I started using natural products is when I noticed. And I think I already said this, too. But before and after my shower, I shower in, like, warm, hot water. But after, right before I'm about to get out of the shower, I read this online. If you turn it to cold water, it closes your pores. Oh, yeah, it closes pores. them. Yeah, you said that. So try that out. That. I've been doing okay. it for months, and I honestly, like, knock on wood, yeah. I've had less acne than I've ever had in my life. I don't know if it's because okay, of that. Okay, bragger. Bragger. Good skin alert. <laughs> um, 
it, I don't know. And honestly, it kind of like wakes me up and gives me life a little yeah. bit. Like I'm like, fuck, it's cold. But yeah. I'm also like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready for the day. Well, I get so. cold easy. I have a warm heart. So like just a slight, what? We're getting way too emotional right now. <laughs> mask off, mask on, mask on. All right. So we're going to jump to our final. My, my literal computer screen went sleepy because oh, we talked wow. too long about this. So we are going to jump to our next segment. Hopefully that self-care corner can help some people out. I'm honestly, I love talking about self-care. Well, that obviously, but skincare, because I struggled with it and I, I've gotten to a good place. I know a lot of people use African black soap and vitamin E. I want to get on vitamin E. Uh, there's a lot of different things for different problems. And nowadays we're really, um, we have a lot of, a lot of ways to fix it. So yeah. we can try, try different things till you find your thing that works for you. So as we jump into <clears throat> one of our last segments, our Brown Business of the Week is... Yippee! Drum roll. El Padrino Restaurant. The Godfather. Yeah. Big shout out to, to Mr. Juan Contreras. Juan um, Contreras at yeah, El he, Padrino. The homie stays in Oak Cliff. Like, he's always out doing stuff. And I think that's also important. You know, it's a restaurant. Okay, so. (laughs) Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, they they have the original restaurant here on Jefferson. It is at 408 West Jefferson Boulevard. They also had a little stand over in Bishop Arts. Unfortunately, because of the way things happened, I'm not going to say exactly you what. gentrification? I didn't say because the word. Because we need to talk about that. I didn't say anything. I'm it's just saying the way things happened with the development of the Bishop Arts District here in the Oak way Cliff, um, El Padrino Restaurant had to move. Man, that sucks. And so he has, you know, that there's the location here on Jefferson, 408 West Jefferson, but they also have a location now in East Dallas in Pleasant Grove. Okay. So really cool to, 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 to see um, El Padrino you know, still still out there holding it down but you know uh, Juan Con- like I was saying Juan Contreras one of the managing partners always out in the community he won like a LULAC uh, man of the oh, year nice. in 2012 or 2013 something like that but yeah he's always been super cool here at the cultural center he does stuff all up and down the community and um, really really make sure that he's attached to the fabric of and it's who like yummy Mexican food yeah and it's yummy like Mexican food this. yeah like you should I, I don't know why I haven't gone I'm yeah I don't know yeah I mean, well, I need to check out El Padrino at yeah. 408 West Jefferson Boulevard here in Oak Cliff, Texas. That's right. Uh, that is our brown business of the week, El Padrino. Next, I kind of started this new little segment. Kind of, it's actually a funny story. We were at the fruteria, oh, yeah. and we were just like <laughs> getting snacks because we're animals. And this person was walking behind me. I couldn't see them, and Rafa said, "Awas, awas." Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of leaned forward. When you're a Mexican child, you know what the hell that means. That means you're in the way. You better move. So I heard I was, I was. And then as soon as we walked away, I said, Rafa, oh, my God, we can make that a segment. And he was yeah. like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It just hit me. But, I, like, you hear that. There's so many phrases like that. And, and now we're at a place where we're really celebrating our culture and discussing our culture and, you know, able to create things with our own identities that I was like, I want to make a segment with that. I like that. Yeah. So I decided today that I was going to do Awas Awas, which is going to be kind of like a be careful segment or like a maybe we should watch ourselves or maybe we have some tips or some advice or whatever. Different from the Dear Eva, but something that I still think is necessary. So yeah. I kind of brought up an issue, something simple. We won't get into it too much, but something briefly uh, that I think can be discussed and that I, I want for our Latinx community to maybe work on or maybe reflect on yourself. And I know it's something I didn't really realize about myself until I was older. But um, is basically, in the summer especially, 
and I know it's not just for Latinx culture at all, is when kids are outside playing, if they are light and or brown, you often tell them to come inside because they're going to get dark. Yeah. And I'm assuming that still happens <laughs> in modern day, but I know it happened to me when I was a kid. Pat just said it happened to her. Obviously, we came from the same people. I don't know if it happened to you, Rafa. It did, yeah. Well, not from my parents, but... You hear it. If it might yeah. not be from your parents or your your immediate family, but you you hear that. And what it really, when you really think about it, it's colorism. You're afraid yeah. of your kids getting dark, and darkness is equal to bad, which is exactly our whole point that we were talking about earlier, which is not right. You don't need to say these things. If a kid is having the time of the life, as long as they got that sunblock on to protect them, because that's the most important part, let them be outside. Let yeah. them get dark. Those old cast ways of colorism need to go out the window. It's 2017. Let your kid play outside. If they're going to be light and get sunburned, still make sure they have sunblock on. Yeah. I understand the sun has powerful rays and they can be damaging. But don't comment on the colorism of their lightness or their darkness Obviously, the darkness is worse because you're equating it to negativity and bad and that. We don't want that. So, awas, awas, parents and yeah. relatives and friends and people. Because let a kid be a kid because they just want to play in the sun. Yeah. And you shouldn't have to worry about if you're going to get brown. Because if you're brown, that's you're down. It's yeah. okay. Let them, let, them, let them be brown. So, that's our new segment, awas, awas. And now for one of our crowd faves. Yippee! Who you got with the coco? Pat? Um, Who so probably has a book that no one's 18. ever heard of. I don't have a book this time because I'm reading a book right now. So oh. once I'm done, oh, I will excuse me. It, okay? Yeah. So I've, I've told <laughs> Rafa about this album. It's probably, I'm not going to oh, lie, yeah. it's my second hip hop favorite rap album that's out right now. Oh, Vince Staples' Big good. Fish Theory. He, yeah. I, he's one of my favorite raptors, rappers, one of my favorite raptors. online raptor, he's a dinosaur. <laughs> 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 I've been following him for a while now. I really love him. Really, really. And this album, he didn't even mention any of his features. Nobody knew who was going to be featured in the album. Oh until my the God, album I died came. at one of them. Can you So once, once you actually heard the album. Kaliuchis was on there? No. <laughs> the God. Kada. Who? Okay. Oh, Kali, K. Kali, Uchi. You better stop. <laughs> there, was, uh, there was just so, I, I love the fact that he did that. He was like, no. And people kept asking for his features. And he's like, I'm not going to mention it. That's I want you to be excited and be just as hyped as I was. And one of my <clears> favorite <throat> quotes that he said when the album dropped, which is exactly like, I heard it and I was like, oh, snap, he was right. Was like, you better have your bass on loud for this album. And I like, the first time I listened to it was in my room and I was just like, Oh snap! Like this sounds Dang. so good. So no, you either. hooked up your car. Then Pat got them twelve-inch subwoofers, then Rockford Fosgays, and said, "I'm cruising through the hood." So then I've been bumping it in my car all week. I know I played it for you as soon as like I yeah. heard it. I no, and what you did play? Yeah, it was a, it was a few tracks. It was no, it was it was really nice. Cool. Yeah, it was like dope. and, and it was what's cool is like me and my friend were talking about <clears> it that a lot of the times he's rapping it and it goes with the beat. Like it actually like it worked really well. So. Shout out to that. He's going to be at Sound on Sound this year, so I'm really excited. Woo! What's that's that? My, that's my next Who You Got. Sound, Sound on Sound, Sound Festival happening. What's that? November 10th through 12th. Oh, where? Austin. Do you like work for them? In or Austin? Are you like <laughs> it's uh, brought to you by the great folks at Margin Walker Presents. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're going to have Vince Staples there. Pusha there T go. is going to be there. Pusha. Right, like, I'm your Pusha. You know I'm there. One of my favorite <laughs> I'm gonna be all bands play closed like, out. that pretty much defined my music like love is Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's. And they're going to be there. Who? Nah. Who's that? And Dev Hines, Blood <laughs> yeah. Orange is going to be Maps, there. Maps like oh, yeah, takes me back to like a point in my No, stop. That's my... 
Never mind. All right. No yes, mames. I'll stop no there. No mames is going to be there. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm really hyped, hyped in a about bandana. it. Look it up. I'm ready. November 10th through 12th. Pat, you're who you got has turned into another podcast. I'm wow. telling you, we need to do like a mini pod. Hey, what, who you I, got. I merged my two because it went in so it wouldn't go. That's nice. Party. That's good. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. Props. Now we're going to Rafitas. Bravo. Oh, okay. Um, I was hesitant on this one. Shout out to my boy Info Rizzle, Info Red, Kickspo family holding me down. Um, I always make fun of him because he says that Royce the Five, he really likes Royce the Five Nine, and I'm a fan of Royce the Five Nine too. This is a rapper. A rapper, yes. Okay. Um, and uh, like, I say that as of late, like Royce kind of reaches on some of his rhymes, and so some of his stuff I can get with, some of his stuff I can't. Um, even with the Slaughterhouse stuff, which was wow, also with Joe Budden. I, I am aware. Oh, okay, good. Just making sure. Slaughterhouse, he drops the mic and walks off the stage, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so he was like, yo, this this new, um, <clears throat> the Bar Exam 4 is really dope or whatever. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a listen. I haven't heard the whole thing, but what I have heard is pretty dope. I know he's got like El Zai on there and I forget who else, but um I think he's got like West Side Gun and Conway on a track, if I'm not mistaken. But um, from what I did hear, it's pretty dope. Uh, so I would. Royce five nine. Royce the five nine. Oh, the five nine. Duh, D A. Oh, Where is he Duh. from? He's from Detroit. Oh, I'm gonna get that wrong Sorry. because he came up with like I Eminem. No, no, no. <laughs> no, um, he was. I think everyone heard him first on the uh, Eminem album. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fairly certain that he's from Detroit, but uh, Bad Meets Evil, that eminent, the I Marshall Mathers, or Slim Shady. Uh-huh. So that's where I, I, you know, he got most of his, his fame, but he came up and then he did a bunch of other stuff with, you know, he um, Slaughterhouse and some stuff on his own. But um, yeah, mostly Eminem is how he came to be known. Well, there you go. So yeah. Royce the five nine. Royce the five nine. The bar exam four. There you go. That's Rafita's who you got, and mine is uh, someone Pat already mentioned. Son of a gun! I didn't see this coming. <laughs> but mine is someone I think most. A lot of people I know already know her, and they're rocking with her. But if you're not, this is why I'm doing this. My girl, no name. She that someone like. Whew, anyway, she's great. She's wonderful. She's a rapper. She's sweet. She's from Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not trying to make mistakes over here. But she's just so down, and she's real, and she's cute, and she's got a flow, and can rap better than some of that XXL freshman whatever. (laughs) She's great. If you're not listening to her, you should try. She has a really cool vibe. She's chill. Um... I'm sorry I was eating hot Cheetos, so my mouth is salivating right now. Did you see what she said the other day? Because somebody, like, tried to tell her that she was, like, the female chance. I think I did, and she was like, can I just be me? Can I be Queen Latifah? Yeah, that's what she said. I'm going to start acting on these people, which is really funny. She was like, I'm going to make a few albums, and then I'm going to just have an acting career. I was like, go ahead, girl. But she's really cool. She's just down for whatever, and she's going to be at Sound on Sound, which was not my uh, initial... (laughs) Uh, connection but she's really great if you're not listening to her give her a listen uh, we gotta support these um women rappers because they're just as great and or better than some of the other dudes Ugh, yeah um and she's she's talking about real shit so that's what my fave thing about <coughs> hip-hop is so that is our weeks who you got with the coco 
So some big news as we're about to close up our show. I think it went a little long. It, we always talk more when we don't have people here. Yeah. What's up with that? We need to get know. it together. We What's might need to. What's up with that? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of high school. Jesus. So we're going to announce our next topic for the Gray Space Art Show. Yippee! We had a really successful art show this past time, but we realized a few things, and we uh, kept discussing how we wanted to give the artists more time. Yeah. So we're announcing this via podcast first. Um, we want to do the next topic in October, is what it's looking at. Yeah. Looking like, sorry. And our next topic is going to happen during Hispanic Heritage Month, and we try to come up with a few different things. But especially after we discussed some of the stuff we talked about in this episode, right. we decided collectively that we wanted the topic to be, the next topic to be Black Lives Matter. And I know that might sound silly to some of you, or y'all might get it and be rocking with us right away, which I appreciate. But we, as a Latinx, mostly collective initially, want to discuss the importance of this and this movement that is very necessary in modern time. Uh, it's often mistaken and misunderstood and we want to be able to create this platform for all the marginalized communities so it would only be right if we discuss something that so harshly affects the Latinx community especially here in Dallas. Um, there's a lot of anti-blackness in our community and we need to address it and I think by doing so for this upcoming art show, we can hopefully make a difference in at least one person's life or maybe un make them understand what this movement is about and its importance in the world. Because anti-blackness is not a United States issue. It's a world issue. And yeah. Black Lives Matter is just trying to let you know that they are just as equal as you are. And we want to back them on that. So there's lots of problems we also want to address in the meantime and we're going to try to do as much as we can there's a lot going on um, within our personal lives that we're not able to produce as much as we want to but we want to give artists enough time to do so and we want to address an issue that we believe needs to be addressed immediately so we're going to do black lives matter as the next gray space art show hopefully we get <coughs> lots of amazing work which i'm sure we will no yeah i have no doubt so we're looking forward to that in the meantime, we hopefully hope to have maybe some sort of panel discussion or some kind of forum about another topic, which we also want to address, which is happening a lot in on this street that we are recording right now, which is gentrification. Um, there's a lot to be said on that as well, but the least we can do is have at least some sort of forum or some kind of gathering to yeah. really, you know discuss it and have give people it, yeah. a platform to, to share their voices. Yeah. So our next topic for the upcoming art show, which will take place in October is black lives matter. We hope to get all your work, art, paintings, music, anything. We hope to see art, film, all of it, songs. lots of new artists and, and different people getting involved here with the Decolores collective. We're really looking forward to our upcoming, um, topic. And we plan on bringing in people that are, black and not we're not trying to speak for them on in any way we want to work with them as much as possible and bring them into our community because it is their voices and they're they're going to speak for themselves we are not going to speak for them so as we move on to something maybe a little less harsh sounding we're wrapping up the show i'm briefly going to announce 
something exciting we finally have planned officially and we kind of joked about on the podcast and it's becoming a reality which is really exciting is the chicano movie night we're officially doing it for this summer it's going to take place on august 5th here at the oak cliff cultural center and we are going to be showing after much deliberation we originally wanted to show something we might get to eventually. It's quite a long movie. We forgot about Blood In, Blood Out. But we're going to do Mi Familia. Woo! We have some exciting things planned. We're probably going to do a panel and discuss the film a little bit. We have raffles planned, vendors planned, t-shirts, food. The food is going to yeah. be amazing. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. But we have the Chicano Movie Night planned as our summer activity with Decolores Collective here in Oak Cliff. So we hope to see you all here for our Chicano Movie Night. August 5th. Don't have the time set just yet, but we will get it out to you. So look forward to that. Get that in your calendars. We want to see all of you here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center. So thank you so much for listening to the fifth episode of Decolores Radio, signing off from the Oak Cliff Cultural Center again. In case you heard the Flocorico dancers or the rancheras in the background, you probably (laughs) did. They were really loud here at the beginning. We enjoyed recording this for you and learned a little and hope you learned a little something with us. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Tell everyone you know to follow us at Decolores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin. Rafa at Exile on social and Pat at P underscore Aragin or Pat, I hate saying this every time, <laughs> or at Pat dot Aragin on Instagram. You said one of my handles. Nobody. I know, but like, I, I, I don't know. Anyways, um, I also, I should have briefly mentioned this, but I didn't get to. I've, uh, there's something called Support Brown Podcast, which I'm actually going to be on the advisory board. And it's a Facebook group, and I'm sure it's going to grow into more, but I am on the advisory board as the head of events, and I'm really looking forward to working with them. They have some cool people involved. Um, Pam Con Cafe is a new friend of mine. She actually started this group to get supporters on this group for Brown Podcast. So go follow that on Facebook if you don't. It's a pretty cool community and we have some cool stuff planned. Um, but we promise here at Decolores to keep growing and providing you with somewhat entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on any platform or email us at decoladescollective at gmail.com. We love hearing from you all. Thank you so much again for listening. And join us again next time for Decolores Radio. Decolores Radio.